Alley-oop, Chapter 3, Diminishing Returns. Someone bumped into a table in the comedy room and rattled a set of keys. The bar, it felt more claustrophobic than before. And that same couple that sat in front and the other comic waiting by the side wall all seemed more imposing now, more threatening, tilting their heads forward at me in disgust. I caught the wrath of Mustache's eye in the back, and I felt certain he wanted to hit me with something metal and sharp. The pedestrians who passed by the back window on the street seemed much more distant. Then an elderly man in his black lab rolled idly by, and I felt like he and the dog both resented me as well. How was I even standing? I felt... I felt like I was one stern eye contact away from tears. I was not worthy of anyone's time. I could feel it. Every salient facial movement of that coughing older man in the audience scared me to death. He held a menacing stare in my direction. Desperation for approval gagged me, and then the chills. I felt like I was in a shallow pool, and no matter how much I tried, I couldn't get everything under the water. Some part of me always left out shivering. Ice cubes crashing against the edges of plastic cups sent shockwaves stabbing at my eardrums. Before, I had felt numb and dull momentary pain, but now there were needles piercing outward from my insides. What the fuck was happening? The words I spoke drained out of my mouth on their own. So, uh, anyway, where was I? If, uh, if a terrorist cell kidnapped me and tried to break me, you know, to turn me or to mold me into their own, they'd see pretty fast that there's nothing left to break, that I'd never been put together in the first place. But let's just start building, gentlemen. I was growing more weak and more dazed, and a cluster headache vice gripped my skull. The muscles in my brooding face ached. Even though the entire space was silent, it felt like a hundred decibels were drowning out my voice, like I was yelling underwater, or in one of those dreams where no matter how loud I shouted to the other characters to heed some nonsensical dire warning, they just couldn't or wouldn't hear me. I sniffled in the shawarma vapor from the kitchen behind the bar. Then the couple out front lifted a pitcher of beer to pour and then turned away. They couldn't bear me, and neither could I. At, at three in the morning when I'm watching TV killing my nights, I'll sometimes click the info button on my remote and it just says you're asking the wrong questions, man. I'll get so depressed that I'm sure I can hear Radiohead scoring my shithole from inside the walls. And I'll get that spooky feeling, that warm kind of spooky feeling, like, like if I'm watching a movie confused at the character, like, why is he doing, wait, what is, and then I'll suddenly realize, oh shit, he's gonna kill himself. I could feel no tug at all on the rope of engagement that connected my words to the audience's attention. Uh, the only time I feel any joy is when I imagine my sudden death funeral, picturing all the people who had always smirked at me with contempt, recognizing that they were wrong. He was actually a pretty good guy, they'd tell each other. So sad. Yeah, now you care, you fucks. Jesus Christ. I couldn't hold back the tears anymore and could barely stand, so I sat on the floor. I want to be cryogenically frozen and defrosted at a better time. 
or I want to stiffen my limbs and clench my muscles so hard that they all fracture at once into powder and sweep me up and empty me into the river. I'm ready. I'm ready. I kept trying to pivot into a more comfortable position, but I couldn't find one. I noticed my arms and legs. They were all jagged and emaciated now. My joints throbbed, and I moved around in an unfamiliar way, shiftier and shadier. I towed myself outside the barroom and around the corner. In front of the bodega window, I stared down my reflection, as if it had broken my heart. My mouth, throat, and esophagus were all cooked dry. I went into the shop for water and saw the clerk making a sandwich and talking to some customer, who he referred to by name, Matt, I think. I had been coming there for years, but the clerk just still called me boss. At the counter, with my bottle in hand, the clerk took my money. Nah, I'm good. I was desperate to connect with anyone, in any way. I just stared at him, as if to say, I'm not like the others, man, bothering you for bags all day. I'm like you, we're the same. You like movies, man? Are, are you as lonely as me? But he just peered at me, waiting for me to leave. So I just broke. Yeah, I'll take a bag. Then I just rushed through the door without paying, I think. Overwhelmed, I dialed my sister for help. The call went straight to voicemail, and I received a text message back in an auto-reply a moment later. We're all worried about you. You're scaring us. Please get some help before you come back into our lives. What had I done to myself? And what had I forgot? At the E-train station, I jumped the turnstile and slipped onto the floor of the empty car, making myself a foothold under a row of corner seats. I reached into my jean pocket through sticky gum wrappers and pulled out a plastic syringe, a spoon, a lighter, cotton, and a tiny Ziploc bag of brown powder. My arms and hands moved with muscle memory on their own, pouring, boiling, shooting. The warmth doused my skin, my insides, and then outward again. I flickered my eyelids until I succumbed to their weight. As I passed out, I couldn't tell if the warmth was a heroin or my own piss. Whatever the case, I welcomed the affection. The next thing I remember, I woke up freezing on the Kew Garden station floor. I tried to pull myself up until a conductor and a policeman grabbed my arm and guided me out. Not like a criminal, but like a desolate tramp. Okay, buddy. They both looked at me as if to say you're going to be all right, but I was able to make out that they couldn't quite bring themselves to lie. Then they left me upstairs on a bus bench, maybe to wait for Giuliani to clean the streets of bums like me a few years later.